All right, guys. Well, it's day 79 of the coronavirus. The people have uh, cleaned the shelves of toilet paper and paper towels and, and canned goods. And uh, excuse me while I drink my coffee. It's still 6 a.m. I'm still getting used to the time change, but I guess, you know, in day 79 of the apocalypse, the time change doesn't matter. So we're at the end of the world. We've run out of toilet paper. I've had to resort to um, uh, pottying in the back like the dogs. Um, you know, the neighbors, they think I'm crazy, but, you know, in desperate times, it means desperate measures, right? So I'm out back. I'm learning how to be one, one with the dogs. Um, it's been a rough, rough, um, rough time for everybody. But we will get through this, um, even though it's it's perfectly fine and life is normal and you don't need a whole lot of toilet paper and, um, yeah. So let's get into the, the main topic of the day that I want to discuss. Uh, so we're going to talk about, okay, so now, uh, all jokes aside, everybody, sorry, I just wanted to kind of make a little bit of fun of, of what's going on and obviously it's not something to make fun of but sometimes in crazy crazy stressful times you gotta you gotta make something uh something fun and some light out of something um so anyways i just hope everybody's staying safe and healthy and uh keep washing your hands i don't know why we have to keep reminding people to just have normal clean hygiene and wash your hands and um all that good stuff luckily out here um with the dogs it's pretty great because i don't have a whole lot of interaction with many people at all and uh, i can kind of keep to myself and um oh yeah excuse me it, this was uh it's not for the apocalypse that's because i was out taking the dogs out so give me one second for those of you listening to the podcast not watching it live uh this is a uh one of those headlamps um i promise you i'm not a doomsday prepper Okay, guys. Uh, so let's get into this main topic. Um, again, everybody just stay safe, stay healthy. Um, you know, try to everybody just do what they're recommending uh, for right now. So that way we can uh, try to flatten that curve. You know, it's going to be super important. Anyway, so let's get into the podcast topic. Uh, this will be, if you haven't subscribed yet, um, subscribe to the podcast. It's the Dog Bureau. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff, um, or you can go to www.customcaninecompanion.com uh, or thedogbureau.com, and that'll have all the links uh, where you can subscribe. Please leave us a review. It really helps uh, as we grow this podcast. I'm just wanting to bring content to everybody, kind of create discussions with dogs, and especially now with, with the time, uh, we want to make sure that um, everybody kind of, you know, just we just have some fun with what's going on and, and we stay stimulated and we stay, um, you know, working our dogs because in this time, obviously it's great because we can spend all this time spoiling our dogs, but then we're going to spoil them maybe a little too much, I'd say. So I want everybody to be careful about that. Uh, just be diligent. Um, sorry, we're trying to close out the, uh, iMovie app. Uh, there we go. Um, so yeah, just, just make sure, you know, Spend take advantage of this quality time with you and your dog. Uh, it's going to be super important, um, obviously, to you guys growing and, and bonding and creating this relationship. But um, not only that, just just make sure you take this time as well to work your dog and to spend time um, 
working on some of the kinks. You got plenty of time to go outside, work on uh, leash walking, work on jumping, work on manners. Uh, and I'm sure as I say that, I'm going to look like a hypocrite because Gracie, I'm touching her butt. And as soon as, uh, as, soon as she, I stop touching her butt, she's probably going to try to hop up on here. Um, so anyways, so let's kind of get into the, the main topic of what I want to discuss. And that's going to be, okay, now you've got your, your new dog, your new puppy. You just picked them up. Um, or you're on your way to pick them up. Now what? Okay, so hopefully our last episode we talked about preparation, planning, puppy proofing, that kind of stuff. If you haven't already done that, make sure you puppy proof your house, right? So you just decided on your dog, you're on your way to go pick them up. Uh, let's make sure that you've, you've got the house set up, you've got your baby gates, you've got your puppy crate, um, you've got your dog food, you got your leash, you got your collar, uh, you got bowls, you got all that stuff, right? Because we don't want to bring them home and then all of a sudden, oh no, we forgot this. Now you got to run to the store, leave the puppy unattended. It's just not a good thing. Um, make sure you already have your vet, um, vet lined up and, um, emergency vets written down. So that way, if something happens with your puppy, which is probable or possible, uh, make sure that you have somebody on standby that knows that you're bringing a puppy or just somebody that you know and trust that you've spoken to. You create an account with them. So that way, if, if anything were to happen to your puppy, you can bring them, bring them there as quick as possible. Um, you know, so, so make, now you've got your crate, you've got your toys, you've got all that stuff. Uh, make sure you've got some puppy pads. Um, I typically don't use puppy pads, but it's nice to have if, if maybe you live in an apartment, you can use your back deck at first because remember puppy training is going to be frequency and consistency. So, um, that means five minutes, every five minutes at first, right? It's crazy. Um, but it's going to make a huge difference for the rest of your, your puppy training, right? Because if you can lock in, uh, the puppy training or the potty training right off the bat in the first week or first two weeks, um, it's going to make things so much easier. You can focus on, on the simple stuff. So, um, yeah, so just make sure that, okay, we, we've got the house ready. We've got baby gates ready so that way we can cordon off areas because remember we talked about control your environment. Um, if you can't see the dog, then you can't fix or, or correct or redirect behaviors. Um, when I say correct, I don't mean correction on a puppy. Um, just we give our puppies and our dogs freedom as they earn it, and I tell my clients that so frequently. Um, so... We've, we've got our house ready. We're on our way to go pick up the dog. Uh, make sure in your car, you know, you've got some paper towels. You got some, um, some cleaner. You got a couple toys. You got maybe some food and some water. Um, and then a crate to keep them in uh, while you're driving. Um, so just make sure that when you guys are on your way, you've got everything you need. If you need to stop at the store, um, okay, great. Now you've gotten, gotten to where you're picking up your puppy. Uh, make sure that obviously everything you guys discussed with the breeder is included so or breeder or the rescue whatever it is make sure that the puppy has gotten their shots and that you get records of it uh, if they're papered make sure that you get papers and it's signed over to you or it ha they give you the blank uh, AKC half slip or whatever that you can fill out and then submit it's got all of their breeder information so that way it's not just a an empty blank akc paper without the litter number and all that because that's going to do you no good um when registering your puppy um and again make sure they have the shots records um 
If I were you, I'd even go as far as to, you know, we, we talked about, we haven't really gone into selecting a puppy yet, so we'll do that. Um, so maybe we'll just skip out on, on what I was about to say. Um, but yeah, so now you've talked to the breeder, you feel good, you've got everything, you've got Fido, you're, you, you're about to load up in the car and, and you bring them home. And so make sure you, you open the crate, put a couple blankets in there, uh, but put the crate somewhere that you can supervise, right? Because if you do put a blanket or a toy in there, the puppy's going to start freaking out probably at first. Like, what's going on? I just left litter mates. I just left this woman, this breeder, or this man that, that I knew. And, and now the puppy's like, okay, this is completely foreign environment. I'm in a car. I probably upset Tommy a little bit from riding in a car for the first time. So... There's going to be a lot going on with your puppy, so make sure that if you can, take somebody with you um, so that way you can kind of supervise the puppies, not chewing up the blanket, swallowing all these pieces, or chewing up a toy and swallowing all the pieces to the toy. Uh, just make sure that, that you're supervising, you're making sure that the, the puppy is staying safe, or the dog is staying safe. Um, and the reason why we're putting them in a crate, right, is because, it, especially if they're a puppy, because at first they're in this new environment, one, they haven't developed their bladder muscles, and two, we just want to make sure that we can contain whatever it is because I've, I've picked up several puppies and they poop within five minutes of the car moving. So that way at least you've got, got it contained in the crate. It's not all over your vehicle, um, creating a distraction for you driving, yada, yada, yada. Um, there's a lot that, that kind of goes into that, but there's common, common sense, right? So just make sure that um, you got everything you need. You're prepared before you get there. Um, yeah, so frequent potty breaks. If you drove quite a bit, um, you know, put them in the car, drive 10, 15 minutes away from the breeder, find the first gas station, take them out um, and walk them. But again, be careful. Don't walk them around where uh, common areas, maybe like park to the side of the gas station uh, and walk uh, into a field that's maybe not connected to the gas station. So that way you're not walking where a lot of other people walk their dogs that may have been exposed to, or may be carrying parvo or any of those, those airborne or, or grass diseases. Cause those diseases can actually stay in the soil or the, the grass particles for, I think a couple of years from my understanding, I, I could be completely wrong. Um, I've had a dog with parvo and I promise you, you do not want a dog with parvo. It is the most terrifying, uh, it's just awful. Uh, luckily, the dog survived, um, but it can be very, very expensive. Um, so just make sure that, that you're, you're just using common sense, right? The puppy's immune system is very weak, um, right? Okay, so you guys stop in every 25 minutes to go potty. Um, you're limiting the water, food. Okay, so now you just pulled into your new house. Okay, your house is set up already, so you don't have to worry about all that. But when we come through the door, we want to make sure they go immediately into that cordoned off area with the baby gates. Because if you just start allowing them to go or walk around the house, right, they're not going to be able to really differentiate between carpet texture on their paw pads and grass on their paw pads because they're not potty trained yet. So now we just took them from comfortable environment to the vehicle where completely new, stressful, crazy environment. Now into your house, crazy, stressful, new environment with even more smells and more sounds. And if you got other animals, they're probably like, what the heck is going on? So make sure that you put them in that cordoned off area. Um, as soon as you get home, maybe put 
put a water bowl and a little bit of food down uh, just to see if they're hungry and thirsty. Let them kind of hang out for five, five minutes at the most and take them out immediately through the area that you're already going to be taking them out on a consistent basis. Um, so obviously if they're super little puppy, you live on upper apartment, uh, you may not, they may not be comfortable with stairs yet. So, you know, I, I always want to be careful with picking up and carrying our puppy, but when they're that young, they're obviously, their bones are very brittle. So you just got to be very careful, uh, and they're not comfortable with stairs. So just, just help them as much as possible with that. Um, yeah, so you've gotten home, puppies going out, uh, potty pretty well. You're catching all the potty breaks. Um, again, keep everything controlled environment uh, because if you don't control your environment, then we're allowing these dogs to go into these corners, potty, five seconds later, come around the corner, see us. Well, now what? You know, a lot of people say, oh, we'll go stick the, the dog's face in the poop. Listen, maybe that's worked for you in the past somehow some way your dog connected the dots but the moment that dog is done going to the bathroom for the most part they have no idea what they did so if if the dog went and pooped in the corner walks around comes to me 10 seconds later 15 30 seconds later I go and see it that dog really has no positive association with poop that that being theirs especially if they're a puppy this is a new environment they're they're ADHD levels through the roof so they go poop and okay, they just now want to go smell this new smell or go pee on this new thing. So just make sure that you control your environment always, 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 because if you don't control your environment, then we can't fix or prevent the puppy's behavior. Um, and the problem is if we can't control, like if you can't control your environment, then your dog is, or your puppy's going to start conditioning themselves for all types of behaviors, right? Because if they go around that corner, not just potty training, but they go around that corner and they pick up a shoe and start chewing on your shoe. Well, they put it down, come in to see you, and you know they've been doing something. You go to check. Well, they chewed up the pillow or the shoe. You can't, you can't go in there and you can't correct them and you can't put their face in it and you can't say no, no, and point at it. They have no clue, okay? So the idea behind that is to just prevent it all together so that way we don't even have to paint this negative picture where they slowly condition themselves, right? Because as a puppy, they're teething, new environment, they're freaking out, they just want the stimulus overload. So just make sure that we give them what they need, um, that being said, so if you're in your controlled environment with the baby gates, preferably on, um, tile, uh, if you don't have tile, then maybe some wood floor with some blankets or some of the potty pads, um, and they go to chew on something, just redirect them, call them pop, 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 right? Then they turn around, come to you good, give them the, the toy or the treat, um, let them enjoy, play with them a little bit on it. Um, and just make sure that you're, you're painting this, this positive picture 24 seven for this puppy, right? Obviously it's going to be impossible to, um, set up the perfect, perfect environment, right? Because a, a puppy's a puppy and just like little people, um, it, it's going to be almost impossible to just completely eradicate all those behaviors. Um, but I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but you just want to make sure that you set them up for success always. And then that way we, we have, we prevent having to, um, start using either leash pressure when they get older, 
you know, yada, yada, yada. And then the, the moment that they're there, we can start to paint this picture, set them up to wherever we can start work them for their meals. We can start to, um, just condition them to, to the behaviors and the, um, shapes and all that kind of stuff that we want to achieve out of them. Um, and then that way it's just, it's almost like, I guess I don't know what a bad, a uh, good example of this would be, but like, you know, somebody who's been in captivity for eight years and has never seen, um, an iPhone gets out all of a sudden sees an iPhone. Well, they don't even know what it is. They don't know how it works. Yada, yada, yada. It's the same thing with the puppies. If we can just eliminate all of these behaviors together from the picture, then they're most likely not going to even approach them, right? So like we just, yeah, it's kind of a hard concept, but it's also a very simple concept, right? If if it's not there for them to chew on in the first place, then it makes it easier for us to take that away, if that makes sense, and to just prevent that behavior altogether. Um, now, obviously, that that's not with every dog, right? Because if they see something, they may want it. So if they see it, that's where we, we start working on the recall and uh, name recognition. So if I start to see my puppy go to chew on, on the corner of the, the, um, what do you call that on the corner of the trim, right? So I'm going to immediately, the moment I see them start sniffing, start to open their mouth to go chew, I'm going to pop, 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 pop. They turn around, they come to me. Yeah, good job. I play with them a little bit. I give them a treat. And I repeat that process all the time, constantly, because we're trying to create this positive picture so they understand what they get, what they want, and what they need as a puppy because they need stimulation. They need to, to stimulate their gums and their teeth, and they need to chew because dogs don't have hands to express themselves. They have their mouth. So we give them what they're allowed to ex express those feelings on. And if we don't give them those, those capabilities to express that stimulus, then they're going to go and find negative things to express and to start chewing on and um, that kind of stuff. So just make sure that you have a wide variety of things. Uh, you're controlling the environment as much as possible. Um, I would always recommend having, um, like, when you're going to have toys in your toy bin, make sure you have a bunch of different um, materials. So, like, plush, um, a bone, a plastic or, or one of those rubber ones, a ball, and then maybe like a squeaker. Um, so just so that way you can use different, find kind of what your dog is motivated with and use those to redirect your dog. And it gives them the, the different sensations of chewing and that all that good stuff. Um, so just make sure that you guys are, are being diligent. Obviously, it's, it's very simple, but for some reason, you know, we have to kind of explain it all together. And, and that's what we're here for. But I just want to call, kind of help reiterate that, right? So your puppies, you know, your first day, you're, you're doing well, you're in your first hour, you're, you're redirecting from the chewing, uh, you're taking them out every 10 to 15 minutes or doing good, right? Um, a lot of people will, oh my gosh, my puppy seems so thirsty, they need to drink so much water, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they give them this big bowl of water, and they just keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking. And they think their puppies like just starving or de dehydrated and they have to give them all this water well that's not true um, obviously your dog needs water to stay hydrated and give them enough water to stay hydrated but I promise you your puppy's going to drink buckets and buckets and buckets and buckets of water um, so limit how much they drink, you can always put some water in their kibble or in their food, um, but just make sure that you, you the moment that they either start drinking or they start eating, that's when the timer starts, right? Because 
the moment that they start ingesting that, their puppy, they're a puppy, right? So their bladder, they don't have bladder muscles to hold it, one. So they're going to process that that water, that food really quickly, uh, and they're not going to be able to hold it. So make sure that that timer starts. So they drink some water. Um, okay, boom, 10 minutes. In, in about nine minutes, they go potty in the house. That's your threshold, right? So bring it up to seven to five minutes, right? They need to go potty five minutes after they, they drink or they eat, right? Obviously, if they drink a lot more, then they're going to need to go potty a little bit quicker. With that being said, um, just just make sure that you, you kind of write it, jot it down the times, okay, they're pottying within five to 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And then you can slowly start to work up to help, help them establish building those bladder muscles, just like working out, right? They've got to get those repetitions in and you got to push them a little bit longer each time, just like with weightlifting, you got to add a little bit of weight each time or as, as you start to build or, or an extra rep. So that way they can start to establish those muscles. Um, another thing, puppies will a lot of time have some loose stool. So just make sure that if they do, you can give them a tiny bit of pumpkin, uh, make sure you can add a little bit of water, but it, it is a fairly normal thing. Uh, I know this is kind of a gross topic to talk about, but stool in puppies is super important to their health. So just make sure you keep an eye on it. Um, a lot of times puppies come with worms, uh, and the breeder's responsibility or the rescue's responsibility, make sure that they're dewormed. But a lot of times puppies will re get those worms because the, the mom inside of the, uh, uterus, I believe passes along worms, um, to the puppies. Therefore the puppies kind of have that, that bacteria that's inactive in their system. So it can easily get reactivated. And that's why dogs can get worms really quick. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's not terrible. It's very common. Just make sure that you treat it quick because some worms are worse than others. Um, and all that good stuff. So your vet will be able to help you. Remember you've got your, your vet list. You've already talked to them. You've got, got your first appointment set up, uh, and all that good stuff. So, um, just make sure that you guys are, are, are watching for that. And even adult dogs uh, can get worms. So just keep an eye out for that. Sometimes puppies will try to eat their own poop. It's, it's kind of a normal thing. Um, so just make sure you keep an eye on that. Look for worms. I promise you, if you're asking what to look for, you'll see it. It looks like either rice or you'll see the long spaghetti-looking worms. I know it's so gross as I drink my coffee. So anyways, um, just keep an eye out for that. Um, the first night with your puppy, um, that's kind of up to you guys. Obviously, I, I mean, I don't say obviously because a lot of people do it, but please don't let your puppy sleep with you the first night. I promise you, you're going to wake up to disaster, um, poop and pee on your bed, on your sheets, in the house, under the carpet. I mean, just everywhere. Most like you may get lucky the first, first night or two, but I promise you it's going to happen at some point. Um, Again, the chewing. Control your environment. If you can't be awake to supervise and prevent those behaviors, then you're just setting them up for failure down the road. So I would say crate. Um, obviously crate. Or if they're super little, you could probably put them in a little um, cordoned off pen area. Um, just make sure you give them what they want. I would pull. I would feed them a little bit earlier than what you would typically feed an older dog. So that way you have plenty of time to give them frequent, frequent potty breaks. Um as you go on through the night before you go to bed. So that way you can completely empty the, empty the bladder. I'd pull water uh, a little bit earlier than normal with a puppy, just so that way, again, they can't hold their bladder. Um, but yeah, I would say crate. Um, and with puppies, I typically will cover the crate with a, a, a blanket or a 
comforter or something, um, just so that way it kind of feels comfy and denish, like a dogs are den animals, so they want that that enclosure, they want that space where they can curl up and they can feel safe and they can feel comfortable. So just make sure that uh, you, you control that environment, whether it be a crate or a pen, um, and uh, make them feel comfortable. They're probably going to bark and whine. Um, do not give in. Even if it's all night, do not give in to the barking or the whining because if you give in to the barking and the whining, then they are going to eventually teach themselves that every time they bark and they whine, they get what they want. You let them out of the crate. Okay, well, I promise you it's not cruel. Um, as long as you guys are consistent about it at an early age and young um, and you ignore those behaviors and the dog realizes, okay, this place isn't so bad, the crate over time becomes comfortable to them and then you can start to give them the freedom. So remember, like I tell my clients, uh, dogs and puppies get freedom when they earn it. Um, and we can only find out if they earn it by slowly giving them little bits and little pieces of freedom at a time. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, I'd make, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to, uh, shoot us a message. Um, you can and make sure you subscribe to the podcast, the dog bureau. Um, so our website, you can go to the dog bureau, Dot com um, that'll have all the info. Uh, we'll start doing some more stuff out of there, some of the webinars, um, and then we'll maybe even do some lessons out of there. But we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm planning to provide a whole lot of content. We'll do written, written articles, written blog reviews, uh, product reviews. We'll do some more videos, some more content, uh, keep the podcast going. So make sure that you subscribe. We're on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and uh, I think... Uh, Overcast maybe, and then Stitcher as well. So make sure you go subscribe. Please, please, please leave us a review. It, it helps us out tremendously. So if you're on iTunes, make sure you leave us a, a, a five-star review. If you, if you like the podcast, you want us to keep bringing you content. Um, and then I'll start doing some more of these live streams, uh, podcasts where I can, I'll actually start working a dog. Um, so share this, uh, like it, Subscribe to our podcast, go to our website, uh, thedogbureau.com or customcaninecompanion.com, spell it all out, um, and uh, we'll go from there. So that's kind of it for today. I hope everybody kind of stays safe. Not kind of, I hope you guys all stay super safe. Um, stay clean. Please don't go fight over toilet paper. Um, help a neighbor out. Help somebody get what they need. And just just do your part, and we'll we'll get through this. We always do, and and take care of your dogs and your pets and your family, and and uh, everybody enjoy this time together that we're forced to have, right? Because sometimes we get so caught up in the the here and there and the struggle. So just make sure that you you take this time that un, uh, these unfortunate circumstances have given us an opportunity to spend time with our family and our pets, and. Uh, we can use that wisely or we can take advantage of that. So just go try something new, learn a language, you know, just, just do something good. Um, teach your dog something new. Uh, if you guys have questions, remember the website's going to have our, our contact info. So if you have questions, if you have a topic you want to talk about, so we're going to probably continue with this trend for a little bit, uh, new puppies, um, and, and kind of, uh, acclimating and getting those first, first phase started. Um, so I'll try to stay a little bit more on topic and go through. Um, I'll keep you guys updated. I still am writing a book. Um, 
and I've gotten some pretty good content in, in it so far. So I just want to make sure I kind of finish that first draft. I'll go through and then readjust everything. But you guys will really like it. Uh, I'm not going to give any any ideas away yet until we finish it. Um, but yeah, just uh, make sure you guys uh, stay safe, subscribe, follow, shoot, uh, give us a shout out, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a good day.